Hey there, comrades. Welcome to the debut episode of the new and improved Dying Scene Radio coming to you from sunny Los Angeles. Lovely Van Nuys. It's actually nighttime, so it's not sunny. <laughs> and it's so, not lovely. So it's not lovely. It's not sunny. No. It's not technically Los Angeles. No. Uh, I'm one of your charming hosts and liar, Anarcho-Punk. AP. Joining me in a quest to bring you guys and gals all things punk rock is my buddy Bob. Say howdy, Bob. How's it going, guys? I said say howdy, Bob. How's it going, guys? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can't teach I'm not a, a cowboy. Can't teach an ugly dog new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> it. Our goal here is to cram some news from our busy little scene into your ears. Uh, we're going to talk to some rad bands. Uh, we're going to provide some coverage of some concerts and yeah. festivals. Uh, we're going to play some totally tubular tracks <laughs> from, from some incredible emerging punk rock acts. Uh, some that you probably never heard of. Some that Bob's definitely never heard of. Yeah. You square. <laughs> uh, we're probably going to come to you every two or three weeks or so, yeah, maybe. Every two and or three uh, weeks. if we're lucky, if Bob allows it, we might have a little bit of fun along the way. Uh, well, we'll see about that. We'll what's, try to keep it at a medium level. What's a medium pace? Yeah, what's about the fun, a five. What's the f- five? Yeah, about a five. The fun five meeting. out of ten. Okay. Uh, or okay. lower. We're going to get... No, 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 no. I'm going to get you up to seven. No. Six max. I'm going to work you up to a seven. We'll see. So if you're fans of the old show, we're extremely glad to have you back. We hope you like the new, more streamlined format. Uh, I said earlier that it's new and improved. I don't know if it's really an improvement. Well, we'll see. It's just more of the same. <laughs> it's a little bit shorter. I think it's, I think the streamlined format is going to be uh, well-received. I think you guys are going to love it. Yeah. And we're gonna, probably going to talk less politics, because fuck politics. Yeah. Uh, if you're a new listener, we're really stoked to have you. Glad you could make it. We hope you like our, our little... Our little home. We're welcoming you into our home every couple weeks. Wipe your feet before you come in the house. Take no, fuck that. Take your shoes off, <laughs> you dirty fucker. <laughs> All right, look, let's do a little bit of house cleaning before things get a little too out of hand here. Uh, today's fantastic intro song, Atomic Land, was courtesy of Florida's net. Oh, <laughs> net neglector. <laughs> was courtesy of Florida's debt neglector. Oh, there it is. Who has an awesome fucking name that I can barely say. <laughs> but man, Debt Neglectors is a fucking incredible name. That is a cool uh, name. But those guys were featured in the band Spotlight uh, over on the main site a few weeks back, which is one of my favorite monthly features. It's not even monthly. It's like every couple weeks. Yeah. Maybe six weeks or so. Uh, but we feature a different uh, new uh, emerging band. And they were the feature... A couple weeks ago. Uh, cool. Their debut album of the same name, Atomic Land, releases on August 18th through Smart Punk Records. And uh, they also have a video for it up over at the site. So just go to the site and do all this, and then you don't have to listen to our voices. If you go to the site every day and read all of the news... You don't have to hear us. Right. Yeah. You're already lucky because you don't have to see us. Yeah. This is for those of you who are lazy, don't know how to read, um, or just don't want to read. Don't encourage illiteracy. <laughs> That's not cool. But yeah, we hope you like it. Well, look, let's at least give them some facts about ourselves, give them uh, a little bit to work on, and then let them form their own opinions. But I'm pretty sure they're not going to like you, (laughs) because I know you. Thanks, AP. Yeah. So 
let's talk first. We'll get into some some quick questions, quick fire, rapid fire questions. Okay. Uh, but first, just tell us, you know, a typical Bob day. What do you do when you're not podcasting or working or things like that? Yeah, when I'm not podcasting or I'm not at work, um, I play uh, in a few bands. I play a bunch of shows, record music, record my bands, all that good stuff. Um, I'm in a band called Draining Endorphins. The more we build, the less we shake. And there's always a new space Kind of like uh, Op IV leftover crack meets the Pixies or Primus, something like that. Um, pretty upbeat, a lot of fun. We've got a free album on Bandcamp. Um, it's called Present Tension. Download it, enjoy it. Uh, I'm in another band called The Deadly Rhythm. by a refused song name. Um, it's kind of like RX Bandits-ish, Coheed and Cambria-ish, with a little bit more punk in there. Um, we've got a free album on Bandcamp. It's also on Spotify and wherever look, else. Look, I'm going to give you a helpful hint. Don't say it's free on Bandcamp. Say it's name your price. I don't give a shit about the money. We've all got jobs we're going on. I'm just enjoying the, the album. Bob. Enjoy the album. Um, and then I'm in another band called uh, Sleepy Valley. Oh, we're finishing up an album, and uh, that will be Name Your Price. Yes. Band camp. Um, you'll be able to find it everywhere. Um, I record a few of my friends' bands um, and all that shit in between. Um, but uh, that's about it for me and the scene, going to shows, all that kind of stuff whenever I can. What about you? What do you do outside of the podcast and um, outside of your day nothing. job? I work, and then I come home and I work on the no. podcast. And then when I'm done working on the podcast, we record the podcast. You do other shit. I do. I, I write uh, the exclusive premieres. I do all of the exclusive premieres for Dying Scene. Yeah. Uh, I do uh, the hidden gems. That's some, that's some original content. Yeah, that's actually how we met. Was yep, your uh, it was and draining endorphins. Yep. Yep. Uh, that one's name your price on Bandcamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I do that. I also um, am one of the uh, photographers. I do uh, concert photography. Oh yeah, uh, check out the Instagram. You do a lot of that. Dying. Yeah, I yeah. do a lot. I stretch myself way too thin. Your photography is great, though. All those pictures that you posted from punk rock bowling. Oh, it was uh, almost as if I was there. <laughs> minus the awesome music, the whole point of going. Well, yeah, but it was also minus the oppressive heat. So yes. Win-win. Yeah. Uh, but that's pretty much all I do. I, mean, I just do stuff for, for dying scene. I try and stay busy. Yeah, I, but, uh, I have a problem with idle hands. Yeah. You don't want these things. Uh, you don't want these things just sitting around. <laughs> Keep them busy. So listen, let's get into some quick, uh, just quick hit questions. How okay. about, um, what's your favorite band? Punk band, obviously. Uh, my favorite punk band has to be Operation Ivy. Um, fantastic music, even better lyrics, Jesse Michael. Nobody writes better lyrics than Jesse Michaels, in my opinion. Um, yeah, they're fucking fantastic. And Jesse Michaels has uh, an art art show coming up in Long Beach? Long Beach, California. Icons Group on uh, July 29th. Saturday, July 29th. Okay. 7 o'clock at Space 853. Mm -hmm. well, actually, it doesn't matter. By yeah. the time this airs, it'll be over, but... Keep an eye on his, his website. You can buy art on his website, so yep. check that out. Um, What's your favorite 
band. Bands? Bands. Plural, you no, said? Band. What's your favorite I can't name band? One, one band. You have to name one. Get out of here. I named one. What's the one that influences you the most? If you had to go stranded on an island and you could only bring one album with you or one band's record collection, what would you bring? I guess no effects. Because at go. least you got a wide variety to listen to. Yeah. And you've got uh, quite a few albums. Yeah. There are like 10 or something uh, like that. A ton. If you yeah. count like EPs and stuff like oh, yeah. that too, well, who that. knows? They've yeah. got an absolute shit ton. Very nice. Probably n- no effects and okay. propaganda and no more black. Uh, we'll, and no, leftover we'll cut you off there. No effects and, is, is what on. it was. And wingnut dishwashers <laughs> union. <laughs> Let's go on to the next one. What, uh, what was the first concert that you went to? Uh, the first concert I went to by accident asterisk <laughs> was actually like a skinhead Nazi show that I thought was just going to be like, kind of like a hardcore oi show uh, but I showed up and there was lots of suspenders and lots of boots how do you get there by accident you just you thought it was going to no, well, be I a different the, show I saw the flyer okay. and it said hardcore okay. and it said oi which I mean yeah, yeah fine you go to it um, I mean they didn't advertise like swastikas on the flyer <laughs> obviously so, and it kind of it got more, uh, progressively more and more uh, fascist as the show went. So at first, like the first band or two were okay, but then it started getting overrun and we, we split and it was definitely not my scene, but probably the first. But it explains why that's your scene now. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, probably the first real show that I went to, like paid to get into and stuck through the whole thing was no effects uh, on their uh, heavy petting zoo tour. Okay. It's, it's dating you back to like 97, mm. 96. Mm-hmm. You old and fuck. <laughs> you, sir. You, sir, are a piece of work. What was your first concert? My first concert was uh, Strung Out and Pulley and The Missing 23rd um, at a little place called Savannah's in Lancaster. Uh, California. AV represent. Yeah. Um, that place got shut down like a few weeks afterwards, but man, that was such an awesome venue. Like, uh, I don't know. It's like the first time you smoke weed or something. I always think back to that and it's just like <laughs> such a fantastic show in my mind. 200 people or a hundred people just crammed into a room. That's like 15 by 15 with, yeah. you know, huge bands playing that you've heard half your life. And, uh, there's nowhere to go, but into the pit or on top of everybody in crowd surf. And, yeah. uh, I remember like losing my fucking studded bracelets and shit and missing a shoe and all that good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Like mom, can I have $12? Uh, Uh, Yeah. But it was a fantastic show. Um, got me into punk rock. Yeah. It's always the one show that you go to that gets you into punk rock. It was probably definitely not the Nazi show that I went to, (laughs) but the no effect show. I think, uh, that was probably the one, but I was definitely into punk before that. So, um, what about your least favorite punk subgenre? Oh, was pissing my, people uh, off. My least favorite sub punk genre. I mean, I don't know. Punk went into so many different directions, and I feel like, like what punk is now. Like, there's still a core essence of punk, and there's like a lot of rock associated with it, I guess. But there's like the punk that's like, it's like kind of punk but it goes into like pop and like metal and progressive and it's like I I don't know I don't want to mm-hmm. name names or throw bands out there but when you're playing like a fast punk beat and then you go to like some dancey beat with a high pitched voice and then do some like death metal screams and stuff like I don't know it's just fucking weird it did, I, maybe I'm getting old 
Maybe I'm not with the times anymore. Maybe. But, get off uh, my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get out of my music. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, there's some okay stuff out there that's like that, but uh, that's definitely not my scene. Huh. Yeah. You're entitled to your opinion. What about you? What is, uh, what's the genre of punk you hate the most? Horror punk. Horror Next. punk? Yeah. Let's <laughs> move along. Punk. What are some horror punk bands that you hate? Like All the Misfits? One hundred percent of them. You hate the Misfits? Oh, it's probably not one hundred percent of them. I'm not gonna go that far, but yeah, I hate the Misfits. Oh, yeah, come man. at me. Oh man, shots fired. Yeah, that's crazy. Welcome. What do you hate about it? It's just I don't know. It's a little gimmicky and okay, fair I mean, enough. And not not all gimmicky bands are bad. Like the Gimmies are good. Yeah, but um, that's not that gimmicky. I can get the like the gimmicky shit behind the Misfits. It's like still. you go see the Misfits. It's like you're seeing Kiss or I don't know Guar. Well, but or even some like shit. somebody kind of like well, yeah, Masked Intruder is a little gimmicky, but not overtly. So I don't know. It's just uh, if you're spending you spend more time putting on the makeup and doing your hair than mm-hmm. you do on stage, kind of yeah, thing. I hear you. Like you don't need your face painted up. Just get out there and play some goddamn music. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> that fine. Is that a winner? That's Can we fine. move along now? We'll move Bob? along. We'll move along. Uh, what is, uh, if you had a motto that summed up your life or things that you say, what, what's your motto? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess, it, like, we'll say my motto is whatever I say the most, like the most common phrase, which is definitely go fuck yourself. Oh. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, you do say that a lot. I say that quite often. I thought that was just me bringing that out in you. Uh, that too. Thought, uh, <laughs> it's almost 100% of the time I'm thinking of you. If you're not here and I okay. say that, I'm probably thinking Fair of enough. you. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. Yeah. I put, yeah, on my tombstone. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go, fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck your mother. <laughs> what about you, Bobbert? What's your motto? Um, I mean... It's like a mantra or life advice or motto or whatever. A it's motto, like, yes, a motto. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Like, I mean, I don't nice. know. I don't know what I, I, like I think of one. when I think of a motto, but I, you know, don't be a dick. That's a lot nicer than mine. I just, it is, but it isn't. Like, it comes out of the same place. It comes out of saying, like, hey, you, go fuck yourself. Like, don't be a dick. Okay. You know? Um, it's like yesterday, I'm headed home from work, and there's an intersection at a stoplight, and it turns green for me and some dick is <laughs> right in front of me blocking the intersection because he couldn't wait, you know, an extra two minutes no. to get into fucking Walmart or wherever the hell he was going. Like, His time don't is be way a more, dick. Don't, way more don't, important don't, than yours. Oh, my God. Dude, <laughs> I inched forward to him and he looks over at me and he <laughs> says, your motto He's like, hey, go fuck yourself. And I'm like, me? You blocked <laughs> like, the intersection. Whoa, slow down. Settle down, Bob. I know, Come I know. Off. I know, I'm bringing that Let's meter up. The, the, that's the anger meter. We don't want that. Let's get that fun hey, meter back in case. Don't be a so, dick. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm not a dick. <laughs> Back up. Put the knife down. What about your first? I'm sorry. What, what about your first punk album? I'm sweating, man. That's all right. I'm fucking heated. It's all right. Um, my first punk album. Um, so I don't have an, a specific album in mind when I think of punk rock. Like there are some things that were kind of punk-ish, but not quite punk. Like when I think of like my first punk album that I heard or had. Um, it was actually a soundtrack for a motorcycle uh, movie or motocross movie. It was called Crusty uh, Demons of Dirt 2. And it had on. Um, Crusty Demons <laughs> of Dirt. 
two. Two. It's a great soundtrack, man. You should Heart check it out. Two. It had uh, it had Guttermouth on there. Um, okay. AFI. Um, this old band reset. Um, I'm probably naming a completely different Crusty Demons of Dirt, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was, and it was badass. Nice. It was a really great album. Never heard of it, but good. Yeah. If that's what got you into it. Yeah, that's what got me going. Perfect. <laughs> no questions asked. What about you? What was uh, what was your first punk album? You know, the first one I remember hearing, um, I have an older brother who listened to punk back in, in the heyday of the mm-hmm. early 80s, and the, the first thing I remember actually listening and kind of humming along to was... Uh, the Dead Kennedys and uh, the Holiday okay. in Cambodia specifically. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I knew what Cambodia was at the time. I was <laughs> right? pretty young. I was probably. I don't think anybody knows when they hear it, but you got to look it yeah. up after that. I'm yeah. like, who the fuck is Pol Pot? Or what is Pol Pot? I'm like, why is he Pol saying this? Pot. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it's a little educational for you too. Nice. Thanks, um, Jello. That's funny. So that means like the second punk song you ever heard was then uh, Viva Las Vegas. Doesn't that follow that up on the album? <laughs> it, it might have Fresh been. For I mean, your knowledge of album track orders is insane. Um, yeah. You got to listen to it from front to back. Yeah. You know? I know. I don't. <laughs> I just throw it all on my phone and hit shuffle. Oh, okay. So I don't even listen to Fair enough. fans in a row. Fair enough. Uh, what was the last punk show that you went to? Ooh, the last punk show that I went to, um, I, you know, I guess it was just a few weeks ago. Uh, One Square Mile did a album release yeah. party. Um, One Square Mile, for those of you who don't know, is uh, the bass player from the Circle Jerks, has a new band out, um, and they are Hermosa Hardcore. And uh, you gotta say Hermosa Hardcore. Fuck yeah! <laughs> you just did it for me. Uh, you gotta follow make, it like, up every time. I'm gonna make a, a little sound clip of that. And we'll play it every yeah, time. Yeah, every time we say something. <laughs> um, so that was a fantastic show. Um, you know, uh, for a group of older guys, I'll say, getting together and making oh, newer music, shit. they shredded, man. Um, you just called them old. I called them older, <laughs> right? Uh, dude, the guys from the Circle Jerks. No, to, to get together and awesome. with a new band and make new music, yep. um, their singer ripped, man. He sounded mm-hmm. so good. He had like, at first, and maybe it was just live, but he had almost like a old school Davy Havoc feel, um, just to the raspiness of his voice on some of those screams. It was great. Yeah. I, I had a great time. Um, they played with a Rage Against the Machine cover band, um, not punk, but still fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And they're hard enough to make up for the Rage Against oh, yeah. the Machine. Yeah, all the punk rockers stayed and uh, and washed out to it. It was great, man. Going to a, a show down there in Hermosa Beach, like right on the beach, is weird mm-hmm. because it's kind of like the rich part of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you go into this show, into this small little venue called uh, the Standing Room, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's like some 50-year-old dudes balding with long hair and... <laughs> their pajama pants or sweatpants and a Ron John surf t-shirt and sandals moshing in the mosh pit and you're just like what the fuck it was awesome it was fantastic old school surf yeah it was great man it uh they represented the scene definitely what about you what was the last show that you went to oh fuck a rager up in up in Lancaster uh I went to see uh the Randy Savages at the Britisher (laughs) the Britisher (laughs) uh uh, Britisher what a bar yeah yeah (laughs) it's uh 
There was actually uh, a fight in the parking lot. On the way in, Chris Fox, our buddy who plays in uh-huh. uh, Randy Savage's, um, they were loading in and he bumped into a guy. And uh, like not two minutes later, the guy that he bumped into went off and was fighting somebody in the <laughs> outside of the bar. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah, it wasn't the. the That's Lancaster for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Lancaster. Yeah. Dodge the bullets. It's an okay place. Uh, if, you, if you stay out of people's way, it's a great time up there. Yeah, the show was incredible, right. you know, once yeah. you get in, even, I mean, the Britishers a little weird, like the setup and everything, yeah. but the, no stage. the boys did an incredible job, yeah, Chris I and bet. Jamie. Did you uh, catch an interview with them? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. We'll definitely be airing something in the coming episodes. Make yeah. sure to, oh, that was a tease. We just teased another episode. Yeah. Points. Podcast <laughs> points. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're going to uh, probably air something in a couple episodes. All right. Uh, cool. It was um, Jesse's birthday. Jesse plays nice. bass in the band. It was his birthday. So we celebrated that a little bit too. Smoked some bowls in the car. Nice. Yeah. Got nice and smoky. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the last show I went to. Really good. Very cool. That's enough talking, man. We probably bored everybody away. We should yeah. have done the boring talking part at the end. This is true. If you're still here, holy shit. Yeah. That's off to you. Man. Wow. You're resilient. <laughs> 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 Look, let's get to some music. We promised you some music. We're going to play some fucking music. Uh, I mentioned earlier that I do the premieres uh, over at DyingScene.com. How about we do a block of, ju- of just exclusive premieres? Let's do it. First up today was sent in by Boss Man Dave. This one is his solid gold lock of the week. Lay it on the line 120 days from their debut album, The Black Museum. Bang, flash of fat Oh, luckless flock Yeah, we'll tremble at what lies in store Give us filthy things And so we will One more One more One more 
That one was Fast Fade with Midpoint from the new EP Side Effects out on Omlot Records. One of my favorites. I love love those guys. Awesome punk label out of uh, Europe. Uh, The whole album is up for free at the .com if you want to stream it. Amazing music over there in the premieres lately. I love it, dude. I get up early on Sundays, get myself some coffee pop in my earbuds and listen to awesome music and write up little premieres people just send me music (laughs) it's insane who thought about it uh let's do some news let's do it (laughs) we don't have any theme music for the news yet we're working on it i like the do 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 part did you like that that was actually mediocre at best fuck you Go fuck yourself. Uh, Look, let's address the elephant in the room, okay? We're probably the last people to get on this train, but it's our first episode, so we didn't have a chance up until now. Uh, Let's talk about the Dickies and the whole Warp Tour thing. Get that under our belt and move along with some real news. (laughs) Uh, So if you haven't heard yet, get out from under the rock, but the Dickies were invited to play this year's Warped Tour. No way! They were. Yeah, imagine that. The Warped Tour is actually starting to play a little bit of punk music. Uh, And um, the front man of the legendary band um, went on a little bit of a rant. What happened? Uh, Well, so Leonard, the front man, Leonard Graves, uh, was being verbally accosted by one of the audience members who then they found out was actually with one of the vendor booths that was with the the entire tour, the Warp Tour. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was out there with a sign. They were uh, advocating for safe spaces in in the scene, which is a good cause. You know, you definitely want people to feel welcome at shows Mm -hmm. Uh, but there is also that dichotomy between a safe scene and it being punk which is notoriously not a safe scene so you know I'm kind of uh, torn on I'm I'm, I'm on the fence I personally think uh, that neither one of the parties was right Uh, I'm a fan of if you don't like it don't go hold up a sign at their set. You just go to one of the mini booths or yeah. one of the mini side things that the Warp Tour has to offer. You know, there's plenty of other stuff to yeah. do there. Um, if you don't like the music, go somewhere else. If you don't like the message, go somewhere else. I mean, I, but then I can also see it from the other side. So I'm kind of torn on it, but I think both sides probably acted inappropriately. You know, the, the young lady down front with the sign yelling at the band. I mean, they to perform for people, and then the band needs to be a little bit more professional to audience members, yeah. even if they're not technically audience. What do you think? It's punk rock, man. <laughs> I mean, if you don't like shit, you gotta fucking go, right? Right. So, I don't know. I, again, I mean, I don't know. There's been a lot of like weird controversial things in the past when Fat Mike like elbowed that dude in the head and then had to apologize. Like, I think all that stuff is bullshit. He actually kicked him in the head. Whatever, <laughs> man. It, it's it's punk rock. Like, yeah. don't don't do stupid shit. You're gonna get into fights. You're like, that's what the whole scene started on. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Well, but then there's the the conversation on the flip side of that coin. Like, well, but are we living in the past? I mean, no, we're not. really started to progress a lot from where it came from. Um, and, you know, there are those people that are going to be diehard old school and they want that and they like that. But I'm not saying that's what you should push. And I'm not saying you should go out there and fight people. But I mean, like, you got to. Yeah. Don't be a crowd killer. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck crap. <laughs> uh, but there was Did, a really good um, article in the week, uh, LA Weekly here. Um, okay. And uh, the, the reader or the author was um, kind of a similar path and, and line of thinking as me. They were both kind of wrong. It was, she said it a lot better than I, I just did. wish he would have gone off on her with his dick puppet. And yeah. And had the dick Why puppet not? gone yeah. off on her, you know? Then you can't trace it back to the band. Right. That's, 
It was his puppet. I don't even remember the puppet's name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a dick puppet. Yeah. Okay. There. We got the elephant out. <laughs> I'm so glad we got that out of the way. Now let's talk about more pressing news. Everybody, hold on to your shorts. Blink-182 is working on a new album. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, that's no surprise there. No surprise there. No. Uh, so uh, the legendary pop punk band, uh, Mark Hoppus and Matt Skiba, were recently interviewed by NME, where they talked about the next album and hope to begin writing it early next year. On the album's musical direction, Hoppus stated, I think this album took Blink back to its roots and what it's all about. And I think on the next record, we want to push that boundary again. We'll keep the core of Blink-182, but we'll get a little more experimental. <laughs> so I wish they would have just changed their name when they got Matt Skiba in there. Yeah. That's all. What would you have called it? I don't know. Just don't play and sing Tom songs. Blink-184. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, it could notice. just mock themselves, and I, I wouldn't <laughs> care. It's just, I don't know, it seems a little weird to have a three-piece, get rid of one member who, like, wrote half the shit and sang half the shit and uh, yeah. continue under the name. Um I've heard a few songs off their last album and it wasn't bad. I'm sure there will be some songs off of this album, you know, that are good as well. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan. I didn't really like their last album that much. I mean, there might have been a good song or yeah. two. I've never really liked them that much, though. Always a little bit too... I, I mean, I don't even know, like you said, with genres. I mean, they're technically pop punk, but there's a lot of other good p bands that I like that are pop punk too yeah. I wouldn't really put them in the same category so maybe like bubblegum pop something like that radio yeah. pop uh, yeah never been a big fan but yeah plenty of our listeners like Blink so there you go they're gonna get to work on a new album you should buy it I'm sure it'll <laughs> be great next up Teenage Bottle Rocket Going on a European tour. Nice. They've added tons of dates to their 2017 itinerary. Uh, in addition to their previously announced East Coast tours with OC45, which we're going to talk about in a second, yeah. uh, the band is also going to be touring Europe, Australia, and Hawaii, which uh, we talked about in uh, another episode that you'll never hear. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's their first time going to Hawaii, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what we were talking about. How great would that yeah. be, man? Uh, yeah, so they're going to um, be releasing a covers album. It's going to be called Stealing the Covers. Clever. Nice. Uh, Actually, that's probably already out now. Uh, that was through Fat Records. Um, and check out uh, DyingScene.com for all those dates. It's uh, tons. Whoever wrote this clip wasn't exaggerating when they wrote tons. There's a <laughs> nice little chunk from everywhere else. Austria, Honolulu. Wow. Um, so if you're in Europe, uh, get on that. Definitely check that out. But that brings me to my next point. Um, so Boston Punk's OC45. <laughs> They're going to be touring the U.S. and Canada in August and September. Uh, you can find all of the dates and venues over at DyingScene.com. Um, but they're going to be tacked on to a couple of the teenage uh, bottle rocket dates and make war. Um, yeah. Make War Stop. So, yeah, make sure you check that out. That would be an incredible show. Teenage mm -hmm. Bottle Rocket, 
OC45 and make war yeah. on the same build. That would be awesome. Um, so there are a few lucky uh, listeners out there that probably live in the areas that would get that bill. So check that out uh, over at the .com too. Uh, so what's, what do we got next? Um, useless ID. One of my favorite newer bands, Israeli punk veterans, have announced they will be touring Japan following their Euro tour. Another band that decided they were just going to extend the tour. <laughs> have, nice. Didn't have enough of the road. Nice. Prolong the torture. So in addition to the European tour, they added a six-show run in Japan. Sapporo, Tokyo, Kobe, Sakai, and Nagoya. It would be so interesting to do a show in Japan. Um, yeah, I remember uh, reading a, an article from Fat Mike a few years ago on Noisy, um, one of his top 10 favorite bands. I forget who it was. I think like number 10 was Western Settings or some shit like that, mm-hmm. and um, or one of his favorite albums he recorded. And he said that, uh, you know, globally um, they made a record and it didn't sell very well, but in Japan it sold <laughs> something like 100,000 copies and that they'll play a show there every year and they have to do a lottery to get it. Like, yeah. This is an error correction. Fat Mike's number 10 pick for favorite albums that he has recorded is High Standard's 1996 release, Growing Up, which sold 700,000 copies worldwide, 600,000 of which were sold in Japan alone. There's some about Japan where there are certain bands that just, they just absolutely love them. And, uh, like, I think that would be insane to go to one of those shows. Yeah, I would love to Yeah, if they're shows. playing four shows, I mean, they've got to be, you know, uh, pretty big over there. Yeah, it would definitely be a trip. They really like their punk rock over there. It's right? like nuts, man. Uh, all right, looking at the next story, Chicago's Frisky Morris and Friends are putting out a massive compilation, 25 bands from the Chicago scene. That is chunky. Yeah. That's a good one. That was definitely, whatever price it is, it's worth the price. Uh, our friends, uh, Davey Dynamite. Assassination Squad. Are appearing on the compilation. Uh, whole thing's three dollars. There you go. Oh wow, three dollars twenty-five bands. Nice and cheap. You can't. Beat Can you that. get a digital copy on Bandcamp? Yeah, of course. Awesome. And I think they're doing physical copies for like four or five bucks. So you can get a limited edition CD. Um, yep, it's on Bandcamp, it's on SoundCloud. Uh, got a couple friends on this little compilation here. Pretty cool. Yeah, nice. Uh, if you haven't heard Frisky Morrison friends, they've got a really good roster of bands over there. They're one of the up-and-coming uh, labels that's really been churning out some good bands. And obviously, they got 20, 25 to choose from. Yeah. So check that out. Uh, I believe we're streaming that over on DyingScene.com as well. Next up. 88 Fingers Louie. I got a new album now. Thank you for being a friend. Another Chicago act. Yeah. Have Chicago you, theme. Have you, uh, have you listened to that album yet? I have. What were your thoughts? 
It's okay. Yeah. It's it's not currently on my uh, albums of the year list. Yeah. It was uh, nostalgic. <laughs> I mean, I think that's probably what they were going for, right? Yeah. When a band that's been... I mean, I think they got back together in 2009 briefly, um, and then they got back together again now, but when did they break up? Like 2000 or something yeah, originally? It was, it was pretty early. I remember that like about the first time that I heard them and started getting into them a little bit, they broke up. So yeah. yeah. It had to so, be late 90s, maybe. Yeah. I think um, when you get back together after 17 years, you're doing it to make some old sounding music yeah right and that mission accomplished i yeah. mean it was fine i i would have liked something maybe a little bit fresher but yeah, yeah whatever i'm sure everybody dug it yeah and, and like i said it was a fine album it's just when you listen to so many albums you really kind of kind of make a cut somewhere right uh but check that out um uh we have an interview up with the lead man dennis buckley over at dyingscene.com as well uh so check that out and let's talk about this. I was so excited about this. Uh, local resident failure. Secrets and forbidden love. Boy, he was black and she was white. And the decline. Felix Racing Boy, it's a sign. This metaphor defies. Wearing individuals in stereotype. A local resident failure and the decline have a split album coming up. Nice. I love both of those bands out of uh, Australia. I'm not a big fan of splits. No? No. I don't know. I feel like uh, just when I'm starting to get into a band, I get like a whole different vibe from a different band. You know? I think it's cool that, um, I don't know, bands are friends and they get together, but I don't think I've ever like been into a band, bought their split, and then got into the other band because of that. I like when they do the splits and cover each other's songs. That's cool. That's pretty neat. And that's no effects and Rancid did fresh. that. Fresh, yeah. Who else did that? I, I, there's been a couple now where like there might be three songs by each band and they throw cover one, one cover yeah. of each. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those keep it a little bit interesting. You're right. You do kind of it, it's like an abrupt change sometimes yeah. between the especially two when it's like four songs. You get two from one band and you're like, oh, these were yeah. cool, and now something different. Yep. So I feel you. Um, but you can check out that split that Bob just dogged. <laughs> I'm sure there's great songs str- on there. <laughs> We're streaming that uh, over on the Mothership as well. So head over and check that out. I listen to it really good. I like both those bands. Uh, Australian. There you go. If you like both the bands, then that's a reason to get it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How, how, you, how don't you like those two bands? <laughs> Australia has some really, really good skate punk. I like it a lot. Um, all right. Let's talk about Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Word on the street today, minority report. Progress democracy is now coming up short. Nice. These ladies have been slaying it lately. Yeah. Their new album, Warriors, is out. Uh, that one is on my albums of the year list so far. Very nice. I don't know if it'll survive the year, but right now it's up pretty high, so I'm thinking it will. This is their second album out, correct? Uh, second full length, yes, yeah. sir. Uh, and they have a new video out for uh, Wom Anarchist. All right. Which you know is something I would enjoy. <laughs> um, but I thought the video was really cool because obviously the ladies are from Los Angeles yeah. here. And 
it's a pretty tight-knit scene just despite los angeles being big you see a lot of the same people it shows you get to know mm-hmm. people yep and almost everybody i know from the punk scene was in the video you know they had a clip of a bunch of fans like mouthing the words lip syncing yeah. to the song and they would just kind of clip them in um but there was a ton of people that i know from the scene here it was really cool to see them you know in the in the video and catch little glimpses of them um my friend uh eden and her boyfriend my friend eden does photography here nice. in los angeles if you don't if you haven't seen her work she's currently on tour with bad cop bad cop she's their concert photographer hell yeah um but her and her boyfriend bruno bandini who is also in a punk band they were in it uh Jazz Limbo from Fair Game. Love those guys. That's an incredible band. Uh, Zach Quinn, our buddy Zach Quinn, was in it. Oh, no way. Yeah. What was he doing out here? No, I don't even know if he was here. They probably got along the road during the show or something. It looked like they were in a hotel. Zach Quinn Uh, is from uh, Pears, singer from Pears. uh, Eric Miles from No Cops for Miles. Nice. Local uh, ska core band here. Um, The Bomb Pop Girls, always. The lovely Bomb Pop. Bomb Pop Girls were in it. Man, that sounds like they got everybody in yeah. this video. They even fit in our buddy Chris Fox. Oh, uh, yeah? Oh, hairy old Chris Fox. He's not <laughs> even from Los Angeles. How'd he sneak in? That's hilarious. And I think they got some other people from, you know, out on the road yeah. while they were on tour. So it was a really great video. I loved it. It was really cool to see a bunch of people that you know. I yeah. loved it. Uh, next story. Got excited about this one. Look, Bob's already bobbing mm-hmm. his head over there. Fat Records has uh, recently announced a new uh, Punk and Drublick craft beer and music festival. Yes. Featuring, let's see who's playing. No effects, of course. <laughs> bad Religion, Goldfinger, Less Than Jake, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and more. Nice. It's the and more that excites me. Right? It's already um, a good lineup right there. Yeah. No reason to hesitate on that. No, not at all. Uh, the festival was named after NoFX's classic punk and Drublick album, which has sold over one million copies. Oh, man. Did Thanks. you know that? No, that I didn't. like a lot. Yeah. I'm at least two of those. The first one I bought got <laughs> ruined, so I bought a second one. I think that one got ruined, too, but then I think I just downloaded the third yeah. one. Uh, does that count towards album sales? I guess so in the <laughs> digital so. age. Uh, so Punk in Drublick Craft and Beer Music Festival launches September 16th. In Where are Tacoma. they doing this at? I went, I'm getting there, Bobbert. <laughs> the whole thing is kicking off in Tacoma, Washington with stops in Boise, Idaho, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Concord, California, Sacktown. Huntington Beach is where it finishes off. And yeah. I think that's probably going to be the one we go to. I will be there for sure. Huntington Beach, uh, Beach, October 28th. Why are you quizzing me on the dates? Oh, I know the date already. Oh. Tickets are 49 bucks. They went on sale sometime <laughs> this week. I was all over that shit. I mean, they don't even have the lineup for uh, Huntington right. Beach yet. October but, 20, 28th. Yep. It's uh, a Saturday. Bolsa Chica State Park yep. on sale Friday, September 1st. Yeah. Oh, it's on sale this September 1st? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, yeah. I saw tickets are $49, and then if you wait, they go up to 59 and then up to 69 So Tickets? We don't buy tickets, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> We're famous. We've got a podcast. <laughs> Pretty sure the that nets us nothing at all. Uh, all right, my favorite news story of the week. Propagandy has a new album coming from out. Wisconsin? What? Wisconsin? No, I'm from Manitoba, the Great White North. Propagandy. (laughs) So Propagandy has a new album coming out, Victory Lap, and they just put up uh, a new music video. 
it's actually just kind of the cover art mm -hmm. um, with the title track and the first single and it fucking shreds this yeah. one yeah this one had dave jumping up and down boss man <laughs> dave was going nuts over this one i've never even seen him put any kind of emotion into a headline but on this one he wrote here's the headline propagandy i'm still gonna say it like that time. <laughs> propagandy announced new album victory lap stream title track parenthesis it's a banger. <laughs> it's like, How old is Dave? He's uh, about my age, maybe uh, a little bit younger. A year, year maybe two Who says that? It's, it's a funny banger. Uh, when Dave's getting excited on the headlines, you know it's good. So I had to stream that one. And man, I think I, I, think I broke my neck. Yeah? Yeah. I have a bulging disc. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so excited. Propagandi is one of my favorite bands. Uh, I've only seen them live like twice. So I... It, was really stoked when I saw that they're playing a couple shows down here in SoCal. They're playing the uh, show in November in downtown Los Angeles at the Regent. I think that's the one I'm going to try to make it to because it's nice. also a really cool venue. Yeah. So. Uh, they're going to be playing with uh, some shows with War on Women uh, here on the West Coast. other stops on their tour okay but man that song i gotta go with dave it, it's a banger i haven't checked it out yet well let's just check it out now because i can listen to it on loop for probably about 10 days and not get tired of it oh yeah so let's, let's fucking spin that shit dude
That one was Keep Calm Baby from Chicago's Welfare Beer League. Why? Are, what is, what's up with Chicago? This is like the new France. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to uh, also talk about that song being on the Punks for Pets compilation, where uh, that's a, another one, a bunch of Chicago acts, Chicago punk acts, um, released an album with all their proceeds going to their local adopt pet shelter. Okay. Can't go wrong with that. There was another one. It was like 24, 25 songs. Incredible. And it's for a good cause. You can't beat that. <laughs> Next up, we got Ska Sensations, the Hemp Steadies from Connecticut with Flea Market.
That was Street Punk from Switzerland. Who knew? That one was White Dog Suicide with Suddenly I See. Next up, my local neighborhood punk band from the gritty city of Van Nuys. This is The Lungs with Black Chamber from their debut EP. This is, this is probably the worst story you've ever heard. True Rivals today over at uh, Mr. Half. half of True Rivals. The, the, the prettier better half. The <laughs> prettier half of True Rivals, at least. We're uh, hanging out here in Studio City on the hot side of the hills, although it hasn't really gotten too hot today. Nope. Not yet. Not yet. Well, we're in for it. Uh, but we're hanging out with True Rivals. Uh, last time we talked to them was probably about two years ago. Yeah. Roughly. We went bowling. Oh, yeah. Kevin, yeah. Kevin cheat. No. Derek, Derek cheated, cheated to win. I won. Yeah, you cheated. Yeah. If you cheat, you do win. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, Kevin sucked up pretty awfully. Uh, but yeah, that was... Laying on his shoulder. <laughs> Is that what it was? On my shoulder. <laughs> Can't help it. So what? Back then, uh, we were talking mainly about the release of your debut LP, The Revenant. Yep. Yeah. Shortly after that. It might have been a couple months after you. It was a little released. bit after, I think, yeah. Um, but now you guys are back with a new EP. Our very we're impending EP. Yeah, it's done. It's done. And so what's the hacks, chaps? What's the name of it? When's it gonna drop it? It's gonna be called Look At Me. Okay. And once once you hear the song that it's referring to the title, you'll it'll it'll make a lot more sense. We're not saying look at me, it's the culture we live in, this yeah. look at me culture of yeah. everyone's got their own podcasts, everyone's got their own <laughs> Nice, dude. That was nice good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, but just the idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're cutting that out. Uh, no, you'll see. Yeah, you'll, you'll, once you hear it, you'll hear it. You'll see the artwork. Yeah. Cool you'll artwork. get it. The artwork, yeah. the artwork all ties into it and everything. So. And you guys were recording that down in Orange County a couple yeah. months ago? Yeah, we recorded it with Paul Miner. And he did it. Like, like Death by Stereo. Bass player, but like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's recorded a whole bunch yeah. of stuff for, for years. He's great. Nice. Really great. He definitely made a, a better version of us, that's for sure. He brought a lot of ideas, too, just a lot, a lot of harmonies and a lot of stuff that we either wouldn't have thought of or wouldn't have done because we're lazy, but <laughs> either way, it's a, it's a better, it's still us, but it's a better better version of us, yeah. and we're all, we're all very proud of it. And I've been uh, lucky to hear a few of the new songs live yeah. over the past couple performances uh, that I've seen you guys, and it seems like it's a lot harder than some of the other stuff on the on the previous album. More like, if, so on, on The Revenant, the hardest song was the final song, sure. The Revenant, and it seems like that almost, like you pick up almost right from yeah. the end of the last album and it continues to be hard. There's also the opposite of that too. There's also like two slower, they're not slow songs by any means, they're still fast songs, but more of like a 
I think like, you're going like, to get a more well-rounded well yeah, album. Even though it's an EP, I think you're going to get a bigger representation of well, what we're capable of doing yeah. and what we chose to do. Yeah. So, there, But you're right. There are. It is a little gnarlier in some aspects, and it also is not at the same time. So. Yeah. Varieties. Of yeah. So like, I mean, that's yeah. it. Every, <laughs> song, every song's pretty different from the one before it on this yeah. one. So. And especially if you squeeze that into an EP, like yeah. you said, with yeah. what, five, six yeah. songs? Yeah. Seven, 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 six yeah. of the exact same thing. Yeah. It's very... Well, you very could, I'm sure, as you knowing us, we're pretty... We like... We don't like to do the same thing over and over again with anything. <laughs> nope. So, um... So, yeah, that's good. It'll be a great it. ten minutes. Ten minutes ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you just said, but I'm yeah. just going to say yes. Yes. Okay. Always agree with Yeah, that. always agree with that. Um, so, like I said, I, you know, last time we, as a website, spoke to you was Ooh. about two years ago. But, of course, you guys are here local. I'm here yeah. uh, as well, so I run into you guys quite a lot. We ran into each yeah. other at Punk Rock Bowling. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. What uh, What'd you guys do while you are in Vegas? Oh, man. Tried to avoid the heat. <laughs> it's fucking hot. Dude, I can't handle the desert. God. <laughs> Rashes in my armpits. Yeah. I lost my voice like instantly at the show. Yeah. Dude, I avoided all of punk rock bowling. My wife and I went to, did I tell you this? We went to, uh, yeah. E-pop, though. we went to, we went to fucking Arizona. We went to like Sedona. We didn't, <laughs> we went to the Grand Canyon and then we like showed up. Punk rock bowling left. <laughs> like we just tried to avoid it. Although we did see Iggy Pop. That was awesome. Me first. Yeah, you guys Me made first. Me first. was awesome. And Actually, I saw like, I saw, I saw off too, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah you got there. I got there in time for that. That's kind of cool. Went through the shark tank. Yeah, the shark tank. They have sharks at the pool at the Golden Nugget. Ah, okay. Yeah. But sliding through it, you don't get to see them. It's too no. quick. Yeah. Of course not. yeah. <laughs> uh, then you guys played the secret show. Yeah. With yes. Um, Cox Bar. Fucking incredible yeah. show. Yeah, that was Backstage crazy. Backstage bar and grill. That was yeah. crazy. That was a really good show. We didn't even know who was playing it. Really? So, yeah, yeah, we couldn't. Funny. We found out when they sent us like a breakdown, maybe like a week yeah, or two before. Yeah, a week prior, but so many people, no one knew. Dude, and it's funny because I spent, I don't know, like two months going, like, yeah, we're doing this. Is it going to be Bad Religion? Is it going to be, is, are we playing with Iggy Pop? Dude, we're going to play with Iggy Pop. <laughs> it's going to be some, and then it turned out to be Cox Bar, which is awesome too. But Yeah, especially in that kind of a small oh, yeah. venue. That was crazy. That was so packed. Really We cool. couldn't even, the backstage was one room, so after we were done, I just tried to like get out of the way of everybody yeah. else. But So you don't want to hang out back there, and then it was so damn crowded, man. We couldn't even make it back into the venue. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It was it was. It was Packed. Yeah, it was cool. I was reading an article somewhere, and somebody had described described the atmosphere as the ceilings dripping with sweat because yeah. it was so hot. Yeah, it was gross, but it was cool, man. It was like it was definitely a like if you, what you would picture a cox bar punk rock show yeah. in a club to be. Yeah, like a, a local show in the UK. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was yeah. it was rad. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and then I saw you guys most recently, just like a night or two ago. You guys played an acoustic uh, set over at Bar One in, yeah. I guess that's technically North Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Call it's like two blocks away from here, really. Yeah, yeah. It's like divided by a street. Yeah, yeah. and I, um, I, I made it out to that show for once. You Even did. It was a Thursday night. <laughs> I came out. Thursday is the new years. Friday. And, nah, nah, no, no, <laughs> my Fridays. Don't push the other word. Uh, but you guys played with uh, Diana Meyer, yeah. uh, Bradley Ryan, yeah. Sam Williams, uh, Jack Parker, I believe. Yeah. I split a little early because I, again, had to learn something. There's a lot of us. Um, but yeah, that was a pretty was nice a little yeah. acoustic punk set. We just want to try to do Starbright. We're going to do it again, hopefully, too, maybe in August. Uh, nothing too close together where it's like, oh, Jesus, this again. Yeah. But like, try to do just a... I mean, the, the idea came from Jack Parker was on tour. So he asked for a show. I was like, yeah, we'll put something together. Me and Kevin, like, playing whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And so, but it was more like it was a bill full of literally our friends. Yeah. So if nothing more, you get a chance to hang out with your friends, play a few songs, and have some drinks. Yeah. It's all the good chill hang. We both used to play with Diana, Diana's yeah. band. Mm-hmm. We did when we were touring with another band. Uh, Jack was in another. Jack was in MXPX back then, and he used to play guitar for them. And we, we met him on that yeah. tour. And what band did you have? Jack played with Jack. Played. Jack was with. Oh, yeah. For um, us. And then um, Diana, Diana had a band called Diana Gone Home. Which we were both finishing each other's sandwiches, dude. You will let me talk. No, no but and then, you know, Bradley, we've, I've known Bradley for 10 years. We used, to mm. play, we used to play acoustic songs in my bedroom in Hollywood 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Sam is, is from the UK, and Derek played on his most recent record. Yeah, he's got an album coming out that's going to be awesome. Uh, it's kind yeah. of an acoustic full, but full band on some songs. And Nate Nate played on it as well. Yeah. So did Trevor. So me, Nate, and Trevor. So it's true rivals with Sam. With, with Sam's team. Yeah. Without me. So an yeah. improvement. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah definitely. Nice, dude. He's got a British accent. the fat guy with a hunky British man. Well, so so that was going to kind of lead into my next point. I had said that it was a cool acoustic punk show until Kevin. Until I killed So Derek opened up beautiful, beautiful <laughs> punk rock set. There was some the seven seconds you played. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did I hear? Was there a Tim Berry song? Maybe. Oh, uh, uh, Jason Isabel. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So yeah. Truckers, right? It was just him on the uh, Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So a little bit of country flair in yeah. there, country sound to it. Well-rounded set, beautiful. You're, uh, and with an Oasis song. <laughs> yeah, and an Oasis harmonica, song too. Yeah, well, see, but you threw in one kind of non-traditional <laughs> punk song, and then Kevin got up there and just completely butchered the Just, just so destroyed the whole night. He opened up with Sly and the Family Stone. Damn right, dude. And then proceeded <laughs> to... Only play <laughs> Jeff Buckley songs. Yeah, man. What, about five Jeff Buckley songs, four, four, Jeff, four. Jeff Buckley songs uh, in a row to bring everybody down. Just to kill the mood, man. You got like, to guns blazing, you gotta, set us up, and then Kevin came in and yeah, killed the vibe. You got to take everybody down for that one. So what was the inspiration behind the uh, oh, Jeff man, Buckley set? It's just Jeff Buckley. I, I've been listening to that dude forever. I don't know, because I was young. He died 20 years ago. Last month, so I got reminded of of the dude. Listened to a couple things. I was like, I know a couple of these songs. You know what? I'm gonna play these songs because when the hell ever am I gonna get a chance to play those songs live? That's true. And I figured it'd be a little different than break it up a bit. Yeah, break it up. Other than just doing the same old damn thing I do all the time. So it was good. It was cool. Yeah, it, it was, was definitely. Like, I, I like seeing something. It was a one and done. Yeah, well, it was like that's why we stacked the bill with so many people and did short right. sets just to keep it moving because yeah. acoustic shows can get to stay off the same person just up there for fucking forty five minutes. And it crying went, on a microphone. Yeah. It went moving. really smooth. It was nice to see yeah. different people uh, we up there. And <laughs> we were in charge because we were in charge. So we had to keep on the sound system. Sure, yeah. you call it. Yeah. Just I had to get there and touch it before the bartenders did anything with it. <laughs> um, so, and that is going to lead into the next point because I um, plan these things out that way. That's that right. nice. Fucking that genius. Nice. <laughs> um, so we talked about it in our last interview, um, and it kind of echoes the point here after the conversation that we just had. Um, you guys have a, a lot of variety um, in not only your, your the music that you play, but like the music that you draw inspiration from. Like you play some country music right next to the Rancid song. You play Sly in the Family Fucking Stone. It was really good though. Yeah, it was insane. Not that saying, was, you keep your <laughs> up like a cat. I just thought it was awesome. Performance. 
performance, it just wasn't. Yeah, it's it's atypical. So, right. and then see, you never know what you'll get. Yeah, see, you never know what you'll yeah. get with the guys in True Rivals. True, um, but Rivals. talk about the the. You guys have mature sensibilities when it comes to music. Um, yeah, you know, you're you're very open minded, and you can listen to it all, take it in, digest, and then not replicate, but kind of put it yeah, into yeah. your your music. Talk about that a little bit, because I think that's one of the best things. You know, I think that does help, though, just the fact that. We all agree on a kind of a mutual sound, but everyone comes from such... Like, I'm pretty positive, like, all my favorite bands, he probably doesn't really listen to. A lot of them don't. Yeah. But, I mean, we like a lot of the same stuff, but yeah, there's probably... I mean... I'm trying to think of like a good example, like Good Riddance, for example. We just, I know you, you like, yeah. he loves Good Riddance. Yeah. I love Good Riddance too, but like, I don't wake up and like brush my teeth to Good Riddance. You know what I mean? I like I listen them. to two records on the way here. But well, yeah, so I mean, good. like, it's just, just an example where I appreciate them and do love them, but not like sure. he does. So there's, and but that's that's in the genre of where we're at. And he loves John Mayer. No, I don't love John Mayer. <laughs> I appreciate John Mayer. I appreciate you, and that's what I'm talking about. You know, that's a mature route to it. You know, you, you don't have to like it, but you can listen to it and say, "Oh, you know what? I recognize sure. this is good, and I respect well, kind of what he's." Doing. I know too. We both like to write like choruses. We like to write big songs that are like hooky, that are just. I don't know why, but that's just what we like to do. So well, it works. So we try that. So we try to do that. I'm not saying we do that. I'm not saying we accomplish it ever. But that's what we try to do. I don't know. Growing up with the Beatles or something. That's why. That's what happens. You know. I mean, I always like the idea of being at a show and you just want to sing along. Yeah, and that's what people want to do. I don't want to have to do math. While I'm standing up front. <laughs> well, that, and that's really you guys put on a great fucking show. It's always live uh, uh, and energetic, and Trevor's bouncing on yeah. shit. He's gotten to wandering lately. Yeah, the past couple moves. shows, he just walks. He just leaves, on. leaves stage. Um, it's okay. It, if he'd only just bring back some drinks or something, I don't know. <laughs> he just runs down the bar. Well, mostly the last too. couple times he did disappear off the stage. I think he fell off a bar he once, someplace. Off. So we'll just be playing and then just. Trevor's gone, and then all of a sudden his guitar's not on anymore. <laughs> and he's 50 feet away at the other end of the club, and yeah. he's just on, his gra- on the ground. Gurney. Maybe we need yeah. to make sure he's plugged in. No, it's a, you know, it's just, you just gotta look out for him. <laughs> in the crowd, you gotta watch, you gotta be mindful of Trevor. him back to the yeah, stage. Yeah. Yes. I'll see if I can't help out next time. <laughs> um, but no, that's, that is, you know, you, you always get uh, a, lot of, a lot of bang for your buck at a true rival show. Like, it's always a lot of fun, um, you know, and that's, I think that's kind of you guys' calling card. You know, fun. You just want to give it. Am I all, all the time? I don't know. I've always, I mean, everyone's always been that way, so it's not even true rival specific. It's just like, if someone's coming to pay money for something, I'm going to try to give them, yeah, try to give them something to watch, not just listen to, you know, like, have fun with it. I ate fried off someone's plate at the True Girl once. Uh, sorry about that. Really just ruining everything yeah. for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. You know, do the twist off the coaster. <laughs> sorry. We're just doing something that's new right. nature. Uh, you know. Well, no, we needed to get some water in him. He went straight yeah. from hangover last night to coffee this morning. Mm-hmm. That was a huge leader of cold brew coffee. coffee. Yeah, he always does that, and then he has panic attacks. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. when he yeah. starts yeah. getting <laughs> hey, let's get really amped before this interview. That should go. Well. It's not fidgety. No, it's all good. The dogs passed out over here. So, um, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna let you guys get back to your day, but uh, we want to definitely hear some music. We're gonna play some acoustic songs. Yeah, we'll uh, something here. And we're then gonna then play out with uh, one of the new we'll songs. Yeah, we'll yeah. Up with a new one. You're well, ruining the illusion. We're going to act like I already have it. Guys. No, you do yeah, already. No, he has to hear it. Everyone will hear it for the first time. Yeah, a premiere. One of the tracks off our premiere. Yeah, fucking exclusive. Fuck. Nobody's yeah. heard it. So I keep an eye out for that, and we're going to play it out. Thanks for the time, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, dude. You.
You gotta stand up for what you believe in Stay true to our roots We'll die that way Cause that's where And just like all good Americans, we listen to Dying Scene Radio. That one was true rivals with the acoustics that we actually recorded that in Kevin's dining room. I like nice. to call it a dining room session. Yeah. Did you guys just record it on uh, the Zoom, or did you guys yeah. hook up amps and shit? What? Yeah, you can't tell from the shitty quality. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Kevin uh, lives not too far from here in Studio City, and uh, Derek, their bass player, said that his, the acoustics in his dining room were incredible. So we just sat up in there, <laughs> drank lots of coffee, got jacked up. We nice. were a little jittery. It was yeah. earlier in the day. Yeah. Uh, Kevin was a little hungover, so he was drinking lots of coffee. Mm, it's that's... pretty cool. I like hanging out with the guys. It's always cool, you know, to go and actually hang out with him, you know, because I see him at shows all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. You got to do a studio session with him and check out the acoustic songs. Like dining room session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's badass. People would pay good money for that. Yeah, right? I'm bringing them the masses. I'm yeah. bringing the masses to them. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> it's, it's a two-way street. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, so we had exclusive songs there. That was the first time they played uh, Respects Earned Acoustic. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Never, I just kind of sprung it on them. Yeah. I was like, hey, can we just squeeze in a new one? And they're like, hey. <laughs> well, it sounded great. They should have told me to go fuck myself. Is what they should have <laughs> said. <laughs> During that one of them should have said, go fuck yourself. The other should have said, don't be a dick. Oh, man. We really just came full circle on that. <laughs> Way to go, Bob. I'd high five you if it wouldn't throw the sound off on the <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love those guys. Really, one of my favorite bands here. They're top-notch, professional all the way around. Um, their shows are just fun as hell. They're always bouncing all over the place. Trevor, uh, the other guitar player, uh, always wanders off stage, goes yeah. and hops up on the bar, and probably pisses off the health inspectors. Yeah, but that's what a good show is all about. It is. Those guys are incredible. Yeah. Can't wait to go see him again. Uh, they're playing at It's Not Dead Fest at the end of August. What's that? Twenty fifth, on twenty sixth, somewhere around there. Um, who Kevin Lyman also runs that same guy that does Warp Tour that we talked about nice. uh, earlier. Uh, we actually have an interview with Kevin Lyman up uh, on DyingScene.com. I think it was conducted before the whole brouhaha, so it probably doesn't reference that. But it was a really good interview. They kind of talked about It's Not Dead Fest and okay. and and why. Uh, the need for that arose from Warped Tour. So it was a really good kind of uh, to see the logic behind it and see how it was formed and, yeah. and created. Um, but that's going to be an incredible lineup. There's like 30 or 40 bands there. Who else playing? Oh, yeah. We got uh, Rancid and Dropkick Murphys headlining. We've got The Addicts, Bucko 9, Buzzcocks, The Casualties, Channel 3, Down by Law, The Flatliners. Jesus. Uh, let's see. We got Good Riddance, Guttermouth, The Interrupters, Kevin Seconds is playing, <laughs> um, Left Alone, Mad Caddies, Me First and the Gimme Gimmies are going to be there. Yeah. Off, Reagan Youth. I'm like, I can't even name all these. I'm going to be going on for days. <laughs> I know. True Rivals are going to be there. You oh, said that. The Toasters, The Unseen, U.S. Bombs, A Wilhelm Scream, oh, Voodoo Glow Skulls. I mean... 
it's all over the board with this, but this is going to be awesome. And the thing that sucks, I heard one year that they did it on a rotating stage. And so each of the next bands would already be set up. So there was literally only like two or three minutes in between sets when mm-hmm. they turned the stage. Uh, but I heard this year that it's uh, three different stages, so there's no way you can catch them all. Okay. Well. You got to do that shit like Pokemon, though, right? <laughs> that's a... That's Bad a, reference. That's a social reference, no, right? No. Oh. Don't bring that up again, man. All right. Uh, so that's it. I hope everybody liked the episode. That was yeah. pretty good, right, Bob? That was a good What's episode. What's the fun meter? <laughs> yeah, the fun meter is uh, about a six and a half. We brought it up oh, a little too much. Oh, shit. Yeah, next time we'll try and, you know, not get that high. We People got... are going to be listening to this while they're driving and, I you know. I think about that. You got to keep that safety measure in place. Oh, you're such a nice guy. I you're know. always thinking of yeah. other people. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And go fuck yourself. <laughs> So let's uh, go out with some more True Rivals. This one's loaded with True Rivals, man. But the band wanted us, they really wanted us to play the good version of Respect Earned, especially since they had never played it before. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of sprung it on them. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> so you heard it here first, folks. World premiere of the new True Rivals song, Respect's Earned, off of their EP that's coming up. Keep an ear out for that. Let's wrap it up, Bob. All right, we'll see you next time. Another scene with a toe tag. <laughs>